Well, I want to uh, briefly talk about mikveh because that to me is also exciting. And it's exciting because uh, a mikveh being, well, I'm using mikveh inc incorrectly because mikveh, as you can see up here, is a collection of water. And so why would I be excited about a collection of water? I'm not. I'm excited about actually tefillah, which is immersion. That's what it makes me excited. But somehow in the, you know, how we get into customs and things, and in Judaism, we just call it a mikveh, and mean, really, it's tefillah. So um, you'll have to excuse that. But if we look at Matthew 3, 16 and 17, this is amazing. Yeshua comes, and he's about to start his ministry, and there are two things that he does that are amazing. The first one is that he gets immersed. Yeshua rose up out of the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Ruach Elohim descending like a dove and coming upon him. And this is just an amazing scene. You can just picture it, you know. And, and it was, so that was one thing. And, and the second thing was he went, if you've been following Rabbi Dale's um, uh, uh, messages from the past two weeks, he actually goes into the wilderness and he fasts and prays for 40 days, which is, an amazing thing. This is how to start a ministry, to be immersed. And when I see uh, the word immersion, I don't think of just a one-time thing. I think of a time where God wants to do something new, and, he's, and, and you are asking him to birth it through the immersion, so that the old man will be gone, and the new man... oh. Gosh, I didn't put that as the song. We should have had that song up there, the mikvah song. For all of you who have not heard the mikvah song, it is amazing. You will hear it on Sunday, tomorrow, if you come to the mikvah. And by the way, the mikvah is not just for people who are going to be immersed. It's for the family. And the whole point of us coming together each week is to establish a family, not just for the children, but for us, for, for all of us. And so for me, this is a family time. You've been invited as a family member to the celebration of the immersion of people and the fellowship that happens. And, and so, okay. Anyway, you get the idea. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So not only was Yeshua immersed, but then towards the end of his ministry, he says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, immersing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I've commanded you, and remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So many beautiful parts to that scripture, but just understand that we are to go to everybody, but once they have received Yeshua, they should be immersed. And they should be immersed and proclaim what God has done or what God will be doing in 
their lives, which is why all of you should have in your bulletins this summary of mikvah, and on the other side, it asks four questions so that you will be ready tomorrow to speak for two minutes or less. For some people, you know, they'll speak in five seconds, and then other people will speak for a while. And so these are the four questions that we'll ask that's not related to Passover, but there's still four questions. And would love for you to answer one of them, any of them, all of them, or something else. But to me, immersion must have something we proclaim along with it. What, why are we going under the water? Otherwise, it's just by road. It's just something we do year after year and, and hope that God blesses us. But that's not what we're to do. We're to publicly declare something about the Lord. Okay. So, you think of uh, the story of Noah. The people were unrepentant. And so they were swept away by God's water. And really, eight people had new life. Everybody else was swept away. And that new life is explained very interestingly in 1 Peter 3.20-21. Long ago they disobeyed while God kept waiting patiently in the days of Noah as the ark was being built. And you can picture that now. I mean, I'm sure God is waiting very patiently for us and our society and our culture. Because, you know, things are upside down. But you know that. All right. In that ark, a few, that is eight souls, were brought safely through water, corresponding to that immersion now brings you to safety. Not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but a pledge to God of a good conscience through the resurrection of Messiah Yeshua. I think there's a lot to think about in that scripture, and uh, I would just ask you to dwell on that. Uh, I don't think that's actually on your page of scriptures that I have for you, but you might want to just write that down and, and just... 1 Peter 3, 20 and 21, and think about it. We see in, uh, th that mikveh shares the same root in Hebrew as tikvah. Now we know tikvah, ha-tikvah, right? The national anthem, it means the hope. And so the concept of hoping or waiting on God as God provides living waters that clean us. So in Jeremiah 17, 13, Adonai, you are the hope, or the mikvah, of Israel. All who forsake you will be ashamed. Those who depart from you will be written in the dirt, 
for they have forsaken Adonai, the fountain of living waters. And really, if we're talking about a mikvah, it's living water. And because of that, traditionally, I don't think it, it's something we have to be legalistic about, but traditionally, uh, uh, let's say the Orthodox certainly wouldn't have a mikvah in a pool. They would have it in a place where there is running water to signify living water. Okay, but um, so there's a, a play on words. The hope of Israel is to receive living waters of mikvah, and and so the interesting the scripture. I'm sorry, the blessing that is normally said is Baruch Atadnai Eloheinu Melech Alam Asher Kedishanu B'Tivila B'Mayim Hayim. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who makes us holy by embracing us in living waters. So that is the traditional understanding or, or blessing that is used. Um, just want to mention a couple other things. I, every year I mention this. I won't go into... Well, yeah. Maimonides... Um, probably the greatest rabbi uh, of all times, uh, 1135 to 1204. He said that in order to... Um, there were three things that God required. Um, circumcision, one, physical and spiritual. Two, immersion, a sign of repentance, teshuvah. And so, in other words, turning away from our own ways and turning to God. And number three, uh, sacrifice, the blood sacrifice. But interesting, and this is what I always read in uh, the book, The Jewish Spiritual Practices, again written by a traditional Jewish man, uh, Yitzhak Buxbaum, in 1977, says this about mikvah. One interpretation of the mikvah relates it to an experience of death and resurrection, and also to the re-entry into the womb and re-emergence. Immersing fully, you are like the fetus in the womb, and when you come up out of the mikvah, you are as reborn. The individual who has sinned and become impure is transformed. He dies and is resurrected and becomes a new creation, like a newborn child. That's tremendous insight from somebody who does not believe in Yeshua. And as I was reading this, I was thinking, wow, for all those rabbis who are pro-choice, it's an interesting quote to share with them from a Jewish book. Jewish spiritual practices talking about the, the uh, fetus in the womb and the reemergence. I, I mean, that, that, wow, that's an interesting thought. I hadn't thought about that. Okay. So there are all sorts of reasons, and you have them on your sheet as to why you might decide to be immersed. You might uh, publicly declare faith in Yeshua. You might desire to 
follow him in a new way, to recommit, to repent and be purified, to receive an outpouring of God's spirit, to testify of the new beginning you're expecting him to do in your life, to testify of what God has done for you personally, to encourage others in the faith, and to commit to Shoresh David or commit to the Messianic movement, however you want to. There, there are things, I just like, when there's a new beginning, there should be a cleansing. You know, in the temple days, that's what they did. That's why there were 2,000 or so temple, um, uh, mikvahs, pools, in, in, by the temple. The great temple, because the great synagogue, because people, before they came to God, they would um, immerse themselves in these pools, not only for physical cleansing, but for spiritual cleansing, as a preparation to come into the holy presence of God. So give it some thought. Um, let me mention Colossians 2.12. You were buried along with him in immersion, through which you were also, also were raised with him by trusting in the working of God who raised him from the dead. All of the things we do, it all, always boils down to faith and trust. This is who we have to be. If somebody here has never asked Yeshua into their life, what a great day to do it today and come to be immersed tomorrow. So anybody in the congregation here who uh, has never really accepted Yeshua into your heart and life, let's ask anybody who has not received Yeshua to just say, Lord, I want you in my life. And I believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and that he's, he was raised from the dead so that my sins would be atoned for. Receive me now, Lord, into your kingdom as I proclaim Yeshua in my life. I bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. If you've received Yeshua's Messiah, just email us or call our office and we'll be happy to send out a free present uh, to help you walk with the Lord. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. Lord, I just look forward to immersions, Father. The, the opportunity to be immersed by the power of your Spirit, to be immersed in the water, which is symbolic, O oh Lord, of, of dying and being resurrected to new life, new beginnings. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, for your scriptures, which are so encouraging and direct us as to how we are to obey you, how we are to worship you, how we are to love you. We thank you for the Moedim starting next week. We expect, Lord, that uh, miracles, signs and wonders and miracles, you say that we are to order our prayers to you and eagerly watch. And I pray that we would eagerly watch this week and see what you have done and are doing in our lives and the lives of our family. 
So Lord, we bless you. We praise you, honor you, and give you all the glory in the name of Yeshua. Amen.